the Mel Gedroyd Podcast. Hey there, it's Mel G, and this week on my podcast, we're going to be talking about all sorts of things, including how is it that Rick Astley has not aged a single day? We're going to be talking about his elixir and what it is. We're also going to be talking about fear of flying, things one might be able to do to combat that. And also, what posters did you have on your wall when you were young? Listen, if you like that, then have a listen to me every Saturday lunchtime from One on Magic. There'll be more chat, great songs, all that sort of caboodle. Always good to see you, Bush. It's Saturday, I think. Oh, hooray, I'm going to be seeing... Bush, and we're going to be talking to our lovely listeners. I love it. And I feel, thank you, Mel, and I feel like we've kind of smoothed things over since last week we did Hoodwink Us for April Fool's Day. So <sighs> it's, we've turned over a new leaf. It's a fresh start. That kept me going till Wednesday. <laughs> it did, didn't it? That prank. I was on a total high. <laughs> so good. If you missed it, I said I was going to be supporting Take That on their Wonderland tour, and Andy Bush and producer Louise both believe me. Bought it. <laughs> Bought it hook, line and sinker. Yep. Now, Bushy, I need to I need to tell you about something which has uh, which has occurred this week. Now, I don't know if you tra- if you're travelling on public transport, mm-hmm. do you ever notice sometimes that there are ladies and probably men um, that sometimes do a very very intricate makeup session on themselves? Yeah, I've seen these people do this. How do you feel about them? I, I just think it's just high jeopardy. High jeopardy to watch someone sit there and try and put an eyeliner on on the top deck of a bus. Because of the sort of, uh, you know, rattle factor. Yeah, how do they do that? I have to confess to you, I've always looked at those people and I've always thought, loser. Really? Yes, I know that's really harsh. I just thought, it's... Why are you doing that in public? You're flaunting yourself. You've got your mirror. You're putting on your foundation. Your blusher, your mascara, your lipstick. Do you want us all to... We're all looking at you. Yeah. I did it this week. Did you? (laughs) Needs must, mate. I had to. I was really, really short of time. Ran to my local station looking, I have to say, like something out of Halloween. I mean, really (laughs) bad. I thought, I can't can't go into work sans maquillage. Uh So I did the whole lot. I had to. I've never done this before. And um, it felt rather good. It was quite liberating, was it? Because I've always thought those tricks and trades that ladies do to make themselves look amazing as they do are normally the things that are kept as a secret in the ladies' chamber. Is it, they're intimate acts. Intimate of the acts. Whilst you're sat at your dressing table, you've just finished brushing your hair a hundred times with a straight back, <laughs> and then you do your makeup thing. So to see it out there, it's I like know. seeing the special effects in a movie before you see the scene. It's a bit like it's a bit ruins it, doesn't exactly. it? Exactly. And I did. I did glance round at one point, and I saw at least two people. Thinking loser. <laughs> so that was quite good. I want to talk to you, Bush, about intimate acts in public. <laughs> that has got me up on me feet. Me too. Oh, I love a bit of MJ. He, uh, he's got his own line in gibberish, isn't he? Yes. In terms of like, he says words, I don't know what they are. We were talking about Shimon the other day. Yeah, Mama say, Mama say, Mama Mama say. Oh, what did you say? Bababasa? No. Well, and also, do you remember Liberian Girl, the song he did? Yeah. And that starts with some words at the start. I don't know what he's talking yes. about. It's like, it's like his new language. What is Mama say, Mama say, Mama say? I don't uh, know. I, I don't know either. It's like um, when I read out you and producer <laughs> Louise's really complicated coffee orders when I go to the coffee shop around the corner. Uh, two Mama say, 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 Mama say,
I'm sorry, we are really demanding. We're so high maintenance, the pair of you. It's unbelievable. We're so media, aren't we, with our demands? Unbelievable. Your one's difficult, but Louise orders a spoon. She's ordering like cutlery as well. What's I know, going on? She likes a stirrer. She certainly is. She loves a stirrer. Now, we were talking before MJ about, yes, I was mentioning about, you know, doing makeup, which is quite an intimate act uh, on a train because I had to. Uh, have you ever done that, Bush? Have you ever done something which really you should do in your own boudoir? I find it weird because I, I like people to make time for things so that you don't rush around. And I find that there's a bit of a thing in terms of living in a big, si- busy city like London. You try and do everything at once to try and save as much time. Yeah. So you see people walking and reading. We've talked about this before. You're, you're a walk and reader. Yeah. Two things about the makeup oh, so application whilst yes, on public transport that I want to talk to you about, though. Firstly, yes. uh, what's the size of your makeup bag? I always find it very interesting, the girl makeup bag that they have. Mine's tiny. Is it a tiny little number? Yeah, I only go with the absolute bare essentials. That is the big brush with the BB cream. Uh, a little palette of eyeshadow. I need that nowadays. Um, a little bit of under eye, uh, a lipstick and a mascara. One of each, simple. And what's the name of your lipstick? What's it called? Has it got a colour? Oh, good. That's very good. Morning firecracker. Let's have a look. Let's find out. I'm going to have a look. Uh, retrospective sunset. They've always got really funny names. <laughs> retrospective sunset. Oh, look at sunset. this little makeup bag. It's got guinea pigs on it. Yeah, it's got guins on. Oh, raspberry ripple. Raspberry ripple. Yeah. Now, but where will this lead to, Mel? If you're you're already walking and reading, you're doing your makeup on on the train. What are you going to be doing next well, that combines two things? There's something else that I did last summer. I don't know if I should confess this. Go this on. was definitely something I should have done in my boudoir. I will not go into details, but I had to change a pair of knickers, and I did it on a bench in an underground last summer. Oh my lord! My daughter covered me. I'm not going to go into details. It's not actually that rude or grimy or anything like that. It just had to be done. That's all I'm going to say. Are you going to just move on from that? Yeah. You have to leave. You have to change your knickers in the park, yeah. and that's fine. We we'll just in carry the park, on, mate. On a on a bench in a crowded underground station. It was Paddington. This was last summer. Um, now, um, I can't look either of you in the eye now. <laughs> Righty ho, my friends. The lucky dip. I reckon we keep doing this thing where we're pulling out numbers or whatever's out of the pot. We could be in to do the FA Cup draw pretty soon, though. <sighs> we're, we're, we're claiming our kind of uh, stake. How about you and me on the lottery, eh? Let's, That'd be good, wouldn't it? Let's get rid of old Gabby Roslin and, and Nick Knowles. Yeah. The I mean, and me on the lottery. That'd be great, wouldn't it? <laughs> We'd be terrible. I find the national lottery so confusing now. I've, I haven't done it for ages, actually. How many different games is there? I don't understand. So many different games. Oh, there's the Euro... Doodars and the and then there's that weird ha- postcode lottery. Never done it, mate. But they give a giant you, check to you someone. You do it every week, don't you? You've got a direct debit. Direct debit. Do you think I should? Well, no, because I've never won anything. Not a single thing. Not if even... I get a sniff of a win, I'll let you know. But oh, I, I don't. I've not won anything so far. Ah, uh, oh, now this is so apt for you, Bush. Okay. I can't believe this. This is brilliant. What do you think about in inverted commas? Engagement photo shoots. Oh my <laughs> word. What do they mean by that? What do you mean an engagement photo shoot? I'm imagining those ones I've seen on people's walls uh, where it's all white. Yeah. You look like a BG, you're all in white, <sighs> and you're lying together on a white fluffy rug, <sighs> and she's holding up her 
ring. Oh, a little bit like Cheryl Cole and Ashley Cole from back in the day when they were like lying on like a white Porsche on a, or Ferrari. Oh, like a white tiger next to them as well. There's a lot of white. I'm seeing linen and fur. <laughs> linen and fur, what a combination. I sat there in a uh, country park last summer and watched some people do a practice run of their wedding photographs. Uh, have you what? seen the way they do it? They practiced their wedding what? photos so that they took the photographer with them to where they were going to have their photos done and then he did a load of practice shots so they could see what they might look like. That's, uh, it's that's along the same kind of line of madness, isn't it? Things like, I remember somebody showed me their wedding album and um, <laughs> they'd taken the photo... Through the champagne glass. Oh, God. So you could see, yeah, through the, yeah, oh, stuff no. like that. I, I think, oh. like, no-nos for wedding photos are as follows. Uh, you can't do any either side of a tree, looking out either side of a tree. Oh, that's quite bad. Oh, that's awful. That's a bit ABBA. Um, also, on, on, a, on a little bridge. Little on a bri- tiny bridge. Kissy-kissy on a bridge, that's bad. <laughs> Black and white with one person's dress made colour, that's bad. Oh, I've never seen that. That's, that's appalling. Awful. And then also, don't hold the best man in a line, like you have hold him like a... Like a carpet from Allied Carpets. Oh no! You seen what, that one? Like, what was um, horizontal? Yeah, horizontal. I've seen loads of people do that. That makes me feel sick. It makes me feel sick. That's disgusting. Well, at least we know where we all stand now after this. What about engagement photo shoot? I don't want to do an engagement photo shoot. Can I? Can I just say I can see you two doing something really cool? Okay, and. Uh-huh. I don't know, I might be barking up the wrong tree, but like going into an old-fashioned photo booth and just snapping four shots. Yeah, oh, I love those. That would be sweet. We were in San, Se- nice. San Sebastian two summers ago and my friends John and Libby uh, went off for uh, the afternoon to go and explore themselves and they went and got inexplicably, without warning, photos taken in an old-fashioned photo booth of the pair of them as French peasants. Oh, that's and he had like a flat cap and pitchfork and stuff like that and then gave us a picture each sign. It was the most bizarre thing. But after about six lugs, it made perfect sense. <laughs> That's great. Thanks, John. That's great. Have a great holiday. So no fur, no linen, but possibly French peasants. We'll see what happens. Ah, Mel G on Magic. Bush, tell me everything. What day is it today? You're going to absolutely love this, Mel. What is it? Did you know that today is World Draw a Picture of a Bird Day? <gasps> oh... Honestly true. This is a national, international day where you celebrate just drawing a picture of a bird. Oh, that's lovely. When I was a kid, I used to draw loads of pictures of birds. Yes. I used to love all that kind of stuff. So here's three amazing facts about birds. Oh, I love birds. Can I just say, I think it's something to do with getting a bit older. <laughs> but actually, I would lo- if someone were to say to me, do you want to go bird watching? I would say, yes, absolutely. Book me in. Did you ever have a bird as a pet? No, my sister had a canary, but it was eaten by her cat. Oh, no. It's like Tom and Jerry for real. And the cat brought Mo, the canary, into her and laid it as she was asleep beside her on the pillow. So she woke up to the sight of her dead pet. That is like a pet-based version of the movie The Godfather. Like a warning. Isn't that unbelievable? Exactly, my friend. Three amazing facts about birds. Come Here we on, go. man. Ravens. Ooh. Ravens are even better than parrots at mimicking human speech. Get Not to mention here. sounds from the human world like car engines revving or toilets flushing. Ravens can do that sound. Why did I not know that? Unbelievable, isn't it? So down the old Tower of London, where the ravens are famously kept, yeah. you might hear some good sort of impressions of, I don't know, Barbara Windsor or something. Yeah, or even like a toilet flushing. Yeah. Uh, passes the time. Fact number two, ostrich eyes are the largest of any animal that lives on land. No. Approximately the size of a billiard ball, their eyes are actually bigger than their brains. <laughs> Flipping it. <laughs> Hang on, an, oh, I've been eyed by an ostrich <laughs> up in the Lake District at Ostrich World. It's our favourite uh, favorite theme park. Yeah. And 
they're little mean small things. You wouldn't mess with them, but they've got massive eyes. Whoa. Well, it's gonna, unbelievable. I'm going to have a closer look next time. Not too close, though, because they'll peck your eye out. Fact number three. When they nap in groups, ducks on the perimeter keep guard by sleeping with one eye open. That's adorable. Isn't that unbelievable? That is... I love your facts from today, Thank you very much. That was a real stellar red-letter day. It might be my best so far. I love it, man. Oh, sing it to me, Dion. Love a bit of Dion. Love Dion. Did you see her? She was on Strictly Come Dancing, just, you know, not as a dancer, but as a guest singer. A couple of Christmases ago, she looks amazing. She's got completely she? white hair. Uh-huh. She's growing old gracefully. Yep. May I just say, she looked hot. It's like Astley that we were talking Rick Astley we were talking uh, about last week. Where do these people go? What's their secret? Has Astley had work done? I don't think he has. Let's find out. He's I, in later at six. It's all natural. Let's, let's, right, let's spy on Astley. Yeah. Let's, sp- you stay, <laughs> stay in the gents. Okay. For the next three hours after we finish, that's okay. between three and six. That'll be the excuse I give to the police officer when they want me to come out. But Mel said that I should... Astley is bound to go into the gents. Okay. To, you know, kind of have a comfort break before mm-hmm. his show starts. Yep. Just have a... Come out of the cubicle <laughs> and, uh, you know, just wash your hands next to him. And do you have cubicles? Yeah. 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 And then just have a little ana- analysis of his face, mate. Just I to strike up a little conversation with him. I think he's had or I could go one further, pretend to be the guy that you get in toilets at posh hotels, offer him a bit of my aftershave and a bit of a shoe rub. Oh, that's good. Yeah. You do that and you get close to him. I'm going to get really close. And you look and see if he applies anything. Yeah. If he splashes on a cologne or a serum, <laughs> you report back. I'll hastily note it down in my book. Yeah, there's something going on there. He the, can't look that good. No, absolutely. There's, there's definitely something going on. He's over 50. I know. It's Astley unbelievable. Is, I mean, and he looks not a day older. Uh, to the point where I think if I went round the National Portrait Gallery and saw a picture from 200 years ago, Astley will be there still looking as good as he does yes. now. He's like 300 years old. Yes. Right. We need, we need yeah. to get to the bottom of this, mate. We will. Well, sometimes when famous people come in for interviews, like when Vin Diesel came in for an interview. Lovely. This, lovely Vin Diesel. He had the room cleared for uh, five or ten minutes where he had to apply stuff to himself. What? Like a makeup or something. But he, he, was, he wanted to be the only person in the room. So maybe Rick Astley has like, can I get five minutes, guys? That's how he speaks. But hang on. And then he's got, I... he flips open his, his briefcase and puts yeah. stuff on. Vin Diesel was on the radio. I know. He still wanted to be doled up. Very bizarre. Wow. And he's a bald chap. So maybe he had his head dusted so he didn't catch the light too brightly. I don't know. Very strange. Bush, how's your week been? Thank you for asking, Mel. Um, I have booked two family holidays. <gasps> All right. Huzzah for that. Because we've been talking about spring in everyone's step. Yeah, it's starting to get sunny. People are thinking about what to do in the summer. Step it up. We're going to yep. go to Italy for a weekend. <sighs> and we're going to go to Greece for a proper holiday in the summer. So All the classics. All the classics. The problem is this. Yes. I hate flying. I know you do. Petrified of it. Mm-hmm. And this summer, I'm not going to... I don't want to go through the same old thing where for a week leading up to the flight, anyone who's got fear of flying will probably get with this where you have a week where you think it's going to be the last time you're doing anything. Yeah. And then you look at your flight number. Does is it sound a bit do? crashy? Oh, is that what you I do? I hate it. Though? It's awful. It's really bad. You literally get the heebies a week before. Yep, the week <gasps> leading up to it. Oh. Uh, and then you have to have a couple of whiskey and cokes before you get on the plane. Yeah. Get led off the plane like a, a chimpanzee in a nappy at the end of it because you've had too many scotches <laughs> on in midair. Like Gerard Depardieu. <laughs> exactly, like lead him off. So I want to put all that to bed. I genuinely want to mm. try and find a way to overcome my fear of flying. And, and I need your advice on this. What can I do? I would... So you're flying with your seven-year-old. 
Yes. And your fiancé? My fiancé, yes. I'm so worried about my kids uh-huh. uh, having a fear of flying yes. in the future mm-hmm. that I, it's, it's probably bad, but I almost overcompensate. I go so jolly. See, this is the, this is the I thing. I go really jolly and quite annoying. My mum, God bless her, love my mum, but she's passed on her fear of flying to Geraldine. me and my brother. Geraldine. Geraldine has passed it on. So whilst me and my brother were there having an in-flight meal in the 80s, she's on the rosary beads. Oh. Obviously, it, that kind of slightly rubs off on you. Do you know what I mean? My mum had the old rosary beads out oh, as well. Ten Hail Marys yeah. ain't going to help us with a crosswind landing, Jerry. <laughs> so this is the problem we've got. I don't want to transmit that onto my daughter. You have to nip this in the bud, my love. What can I do, though? Go super jolly, mate. Just fake it. That's what I do. Really? Just overly be positive? Be absolutely delighted about everything that is happening. (laughs) Almost like play a character, whereby you are Andy Bush, who loves flying. Absolutely loves flying. Get your your yoga leggings on, which you'll have bought by then, Mm -hmm. I presume, and do a bit of character work, a bit of role play a few days before you go. You love, you live for flying. It's the one thing you look forward to. It's the best thing about your holiday. I am going to win an Oscar for my portrayal as somebody who loves flying on the way to Greece. Boom, and we want to hear the results. <laughs> oh, he's podding. He's podding as we speak. Pod me up, Bush. Come on. Open up the jar. All of these questions written by people off of our office. <laughs> Here we go then. So, Mel, a question for you is as follows. Hello, dear. What posters did you have on your bedroom wall? I had one of Lech Walesa, the uh, leader of the Polish Solidarity Movement. As you do. And I had ABC. Yes. Uh, and a small one of Spandau Ballet. And uh, Grace Jones, which is rather cool. She's so... It was it the one where she's got on one leg? Exactly. I love that picture of her. Exactamundo. And she's sort of got that extraordinary sort of oiled... Yeah. Like she's been oiled. She's literally been oiled up. She's extraordinary. She's in her 70s now, isn't she? And she doesn't look any different. And and she does hula hooping still at festivals. She'll literally stand on stage and hula hoop for about an hour. We need to we need to come up with a list, because we, we've touched upon this on the show a couple of times. These people who still <sighs> continue to look amazing, like Ash, Astley. your Astley, We're obsessed. Your Grace Jones. Yeah. Who's that other woman? Dion Warwick. Warwick looks amazing. It's like we need to get to the bottom of their secret, man. Yeah. Chesney Hawks looks pretty darn good as well. I know. Chesers. He does look amazing. And I'll as well. throw Gary Barlow into that pile as well. Chuck in the Barlow. Barlow looks tremendously good, doesn't he? If you have any information at all on what products they're buying or what they're yeah, eating, what is their secret? Please let us know. Yeah. What was on your wall, Bush? Tell me. I had two posters on my wall when I was a kid. One was uh, a picture of the 1985 Everton FA Cup final team. Oh, sweet. Which, of course, we lost to that uh, goal oh. from Norman Whiteside, but I don't like to think about that. And the other one was Duran uh, Duran. Which one? It was the Notorious album. Do you uh, remember Notorious? Yes, I do. It had like Mitel Presidente on it and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and Skin Trade was one of my favourite songs Ooh. by them. But it was the it was their dark and moody black and white era. Oh, I love that. I was just obsessed with them. I just thought they looked they still look really cool. That's another one. Can I just say, John Taylor? I know. Doesn't look any different to to what it, actually Nick Rhodes as well. But I think Nick Rhodes might live in some sort of. Chamber. <laughs> Chamber. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's got that look about him. Like sleeping in an oxygen tank. Yes. Type thing, yeah. He, he doesn't he, look any different. Doesn't look any different at all. Amazing. Oh, who was your favourite Drani? I think John Taylor. Yeah. I, I loved playing bass, loved his yeah. bass playing style. He's very cool. Went off to form Power Station, didn't he? I love that name of that band. It's a great name for a band. It's English for Kraftwerk. Is it? Yeah. So I thought I thought that was a bit scrapey myself, but anyway. I didn't know that. Kraftwerk is a power station. Is it? Yeah. You, I'd like, I've said this before, you learn a new thing every day on this show. 
Yeah. Can I just say, Bananarama were a lot better than people remember them as. I ruddy love Bananarama. They were absolutely brilliant. Who was your favourite? I think the tall one with curly hair was that Siobhan? Fahi. Oh, she was great, wasn't she? Also, as well, I find it something mystical about the way that girls spell the name Siobhan. Yes. It's like none of the letters correspond to how you say the name, and I like that. It's like Neve. Yeah. N-I-A-M-H. Like, what's all that about? Oh, listen, I need to toughen up. You know what's coming. Oh, here we go. I am putting on my starched plus fours. As we speak, it's time for Tell Mel. You can ask me anything, but don't expect me to give you a nice reply. Hey Mel, my name's Diane. My husband has got a football shirt signed by his favourite team, framed, and wants to display it in our house. Should I allow him? And if so, where should it go? His favourite football team, framed? I've never heard of framed. Who are they? Framed FC? Framed Wednesday? I've never heard of Framed United. Next. Hi Mel, it's Sally. Is it bad that every time we go to the zoo as a family, we can't be bothered to look around the bird bit? Is that bad? I feel like we don't give them a chance. Yet to be fair, they don't do much. You have come to the wrong person, Ali. You don't go to the... You call it the bird bit. (laughs) The aviary, my dear, the aviary. Birds are wonderful. Birds have song. Birds have wings. Birds have feathers. Birds have feelings. Ali... I want you to go to the zoo next time and don't blame your family. I heard what you said there with my family. Yeah, it's you. You are the problem here, Ali. Next time when you go to the zoo, I want you to go first to the aviary. Is that understood? Next. I am Mel, it's Bernie. Me little one's wobbly toothless finally come out. She's back from school with talk of £5 notes. What's the going rate the tooth fairy pays? Ten pence, Bernie. Always was, still is. Nothing's changed. Thanking you. so much for listening to the scrumptious little podcast that we love to do for you hear more general stuff like that every saturday lunchtime from one on magic if you please the mel gedroid podcast <laughs>